in my spirit to touch back on this again today. Amen. Now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise and go over this Jordan, thou and all this people, unto the land which I have given thee to them, even to the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you, as I said unto Moses, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, even unto the great river, the river Euphrates, and the land of the Hittites, and to the great sea towards the going down of the sun shall be your coast. Everybody say, my coast. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all thine days of thy life. As I have, as I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee nor forsake thee. Be strong and of good courage. For unto this people shalt thou divide for an inheritance and the land. I swear unto their fathers to give them. Only be thou strong and very courageous. That thou mayest observe to do according to all the law. Which Moses my servant commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, and thou mayest observe and do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, then thou shalt have good success. Again, here he says it. I have commanded thee, be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee whithersoever thou goest. For just a little bit today, I want to talk, be strong, because we're blessed. Be strong, because we're blessed. Father, I thank you today for your goodness. I thank you for your word. I thank you for your power, God. I ask that you speak to your people today. God, I ask that you speak to us today, God, as we move into a new dimension in the mighty name of Jesus. And everyone said, Amen. You may be seated in Jesus' name. Now, Wednesday night, I brought to the attention of the church that we would be uh, moving into a new realm and a new place in this particular congregation. Amen. And... I am fully aware that the enemy does not want a church planted in Horn Lake, Mississippi. I am fully aware that the enemy does not want godly men and women in Horn Lake, Mississippi. Everybody said amen. I am fully aware that God does not want another church or the the enemy does not want another church in DeSoto County. I am fully aware that the enemy does not want another uh, body of believers doing the work of the Lord anywhere in the world. I am fully aware of that. In the Bible, the Lord spoke to Peter and he said, Upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Hold on one second. Sorry, when mom's away, the kids will play. Hallelujah. The Lord told Simon Peter, he said, upon this rock, I will build my church, and the gates of hell 
shall not prevail against it. This says to me one thing loud and clear. That any time God has a desire to build a church, that the gates of hell is going to try to prevail against it. And somebody said, Amen. And it is impossible for us to be able to go and to try to do the work of the Lord and for the enemy not to try to attack him. Let me just start off by saying from the very day that we decided to start a church in Horn Lake, I've come today to tell you that people came against us. Somebody say amen. Spirits came against us, but unfortunately spirits are spirits and they can't touch us. So spirits have to use people. Somebody say amen. Sometimes your friends can be taken advantage of by foul spirits. Sometimes your family can be taken advantage of by foul spirits. Sometimes other brethren in the Lord who pastor around can be taken advantage of by foul spirits. Sometimes the district board can be taken advantage of by foul spirits. And sometimes foul people can be taken advantage of by foul spirits. But the reality is no matter what the attack of the enemy is, the Bible says that the gates of hell will not prevail against it. The Bible said that if God wants a church built, there is no devil in hell too big. There's no person too small that can prevent God's work being done. Somebody say amen. Now I told the church the other night, I'll rephrase it again to the people. This might come as a surprise to many of you, but it's okay. You can be surprised. Just a few weeks ago, my wife and I turned down an opportunity to leave the state and to go and to pastor in a, another place, an established work, a, a, a better place on paper. But the problem is this, and I told the board that was calling for us to come, I I told them, I said, here is the problem, dear friends and sirs. You can have the perfect situation. And I said, and I'm not the perfect minister. I said, but I'm a good one. I said, and you can have a great minister. But the reality is, if you've got a great church and a great minister, it doesn't mean that it's where that person's supposed to be. I've come today to tell you that have I fought with the thought of pastoring a church under 50 people when you know that God uh, when, when, when you've got people that, that, that say, Brother Herring, you need to be doing more. You need to be going here. You need to be going there. And you got all this stuff going on. And the enemy's attacking your mind and your spirit. But there's one thing that you can't shake. There's one thing that you can't get away from. And that's when you're standing in Walmart and the Lord speaks to you. And he says, I will have a revival in this city. Like I told you Wednesday night, I'm going to tell you again. They asked Billy Cole, how in the world did you have revival everywhere you went? Brother Cole said, I just found out where God was moving next. And I showed up. And Folks, I've come today to tell you that God is moving next in Horn Lake and that we're here and we're ready to see a great harvest. Now, I didn't tell you that to toot my horn and I didn't tell you that to get you to, to, to say, oh, okay, Brother Harry, thank you for letting me know that I'm 
this whole mission's easy. No. Is being a, there's a really fancy word for it, bivocational pastor. Is that easy? And the answer is no. Am I ignorant to think that every person on these pews has not come under spiritual attack because you're a part of this work? And the answer is I know absolutely that every person in this church has come under spiritual attack. But the reality is, is God has put us together for a purpose and for a season And for a reason. And if God has seen fit to bring us together, then we should not do anything other than be of great courage. And have great confidence knowing that God will bring to pass that which he has said to us. When we resigned and we came up here, there were Sundays. I am going to tell you, I am. I have been transparent with you ever since I pastored and I won't since we started here and I, I will not not be transparent with you. There were Sundays that I did not want to get out of the bed. I did not want to start a church. What did I want to do? I don't know what I want to do. I didn't want to do nothing. My wife would say, Dayton, get out of the bed. It sounds a lot like that, just to let you know. Dayton, get out of bed. There's people out there that are counting on you. And I told my wife, I said, baby, I'm not starting a church for people. I'm not starting a church for people. There's a hundred churches around here. I'm not starting it for people. I said, I tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to find out if God wants me to start a church. I'll start a church for God, but I won't start a church for people. And Brother Herring, that sounds kind of awkward. But the truth is, is I'll start a church for God. But I won't start a church for people. I was standing right here. This was just a regular, this was just a regular car garage. And the guy would change radios and stuff like that. We were looking at the building over here. And I was standing, Madeline, I was standing about right here. And a guy looking at me, he said, I know you from somewhere. And where are you from? And I tried to explain to him where I was from. And and finally we landed on the fact that I knew him from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. And the guy spoke to me and he said, hey, I know who you are. Brother Corbin was right here. And I was right here. And the guy said, you taught me a Bible study in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. My mouth hit the floor. His mouth hit the floor. And this was just a regular car garage. This wasn't even a... say. This We couldn't even think about affording this yet, Sister Yon. Standing right here. Not seen the guy since. 
What I'm, what I'm saying is this. God wants a church here. And it's going to happen with me or it's going to happen without me. It's going to happen with you or it's going to happen without you. If God can speak in seven days and everything that we know exists, God will have a church in this city. But I guess what I'm saying is this. Why not buy in and be a part of what God wants to do among us? There was a season in the life of Moses where people doubted and people convoluted the idea of moving forward. And people caused Moses to pause because he was worried about his children and what his children would become because they would move forward into the promised land. The reality is, is they never, Moses' generation, they never went into the promised land because they said our children, they don't know how to war. Our children don't know how to battle. And so we fear children's lives. I'm preaching to Holly and myself now. We fear for our children's lives because we're starting in a situation and we don't know if our kids are going to make it through it. We worry about our children in a home missions vineyard because we're not sure our children can make it through it. And the reality is that Moses and his generation never went into the promised land because they were more concerned for their children than they were for the will of God. Now, I've come today to tell you that I have all faith in God and I have all faith in His will and I have all faith in His plan and I bind every spirit in hell that would come against my children. I bind every devil in hell that would come against the children of this church. The gates of hell will not prevail against it. The reality is is that people lose their children when they're not praying, when they're not fasting, when they're not living what they're supposed to be living, when they're not in the Word, when they're more concerned about just coasting and going through the motions and worldliness and fleshliness, and they're more concerned about the appeal of living for God than they are about the real of living for God. In the next couple of weeks, uh, this church is going to be launching into a major harvest field. Uh, we are going to pass out 10,000 flyers. Uh, we are going to see God do signs uh, and wonders uh, and miracles. Uh, two Friday nights from now, uh, Brother Wayne Huntley will be standing in this pulpit uh, and he'll be de- uh, and he'll be declaring faith uh, and he'll be declaring healing uh, among the people, and we shall see people healed. We shall see people delivered. We shall see people set free. Two Saturdays from now, we're going to be in the in the park and we are going to be passing out flyers and passing out water bottles and giving away bicycles and giving away toys. And we are going to be a great light in this community. I've come today to tell you, I know what God is going to do. God is going to have a revival and a harvest in this city. I can't explain it. I 
I don't know exactly the date and time it's going to happen, but I do know that it's time for us to step up to the plate. It's time for us to step into the batter's box and say whatever comes our way, we're going to take it head on. Sister Whitney, I've come today to tell you that it's God's plan to have a church in Hernando, Mississippi. And it's God's purpose to have a church in Hernando, Mississippi. And there's no devil in hell that can stand against I don't know how. I don't know why. I can't explain it. I told my wife driving back from vacation the other day. I said, baby, I don't even know. We don't even hardly have enough people ourselves. I said, but I just want to partner with the Thornhills. I want us to conquer this area together. Folks, church is not people moving from one place to another. Church is pulling people out of the gates of hell and planting them on a rock. Church is not about people hopping from one building to the next building from one pastor to the next pastor from one congregation to the next congregation church is about changing your world if you ain't noticed I have had a vacation but in that vacation time I did spend some time with the Lord because I wanted to hear the voice of God because I wanted God to speak to me because I wanted God to show me what are you going to do in Horn Lake because here's the truth if God's not going to do nothing in Horn Lake uh, I don't want to be here the truth is uh, if God's not going to have miracles and signs and wonders in Horn Lake uh, I don't want to be here but the reality is is I want to be right in the middle of God's will and I know you feel the same way too Sister Yon I've come today to tell you that them drives from Holly Springs all the way up to here, they're not for not. Uh, them hot dogs that you put on the burner on Saturday night, uh, they're not for not. Uh, those meals you get ready for people that we never see again, uh, they're not for not. Uh, I've come today to tell you, uh, we don't know what's going to be birthed out of this church. Uh, the power of this church is not its seating capacity. The power of this church is its sending capacity. The power of this church is not our ability to give in money, but the power of this church is our ability to give in love what if little Aiden what if Miles what if Joe Carter what if Jacob are the greatest preachers the greatest evangelists the greatest pastors this world has ever seen and all we've done is cultivate that all we've done is love them into that all we've done is love them and show them how to work the Lord told the Lord told Joshua he said my servant Moses is dead now therefore arise and go over this Jordan thou and all this people unto the land which I do give to them even to the children of Israel every place to the sole of your foot shall tread upon that I give unto you as Moses said for I from the wilderness uh, what the Lord was telling Joshua he said what I told Moses I'm telling you every place you step is going to be yours everything you declare is going to be yours every step you take every pace you make is going to be yours I 
guess what I'm telling this church today is it's time for us to live courageous lives. It's time for us not to live bound or afraid or worried or dismayed. Jesus said you are my child. Whether you go to this church or whether you go to another church, if you've been baptized in the name of Jesus and filled with the Holy Ghost, Sister Whitney, whether or not you're planning on starting a church in Horn Lake or you're not, but Hernando, what I'm saying is that God's word is about his children having dominion everywhere they go. Amen. If you owe people money, it's not God's will. Amen. For you be the tail, it's not God's will. God's will is for you to be the head. God's will is for you to be the lender. God's will is for you to be blessed and highly favored. Sister Yon, God's will is for Gary Dale and Gary and your whole family to be coming and living for God. And it's going to happen because we're going to pray together. We're going to bind together. Morgan and Miles, it's God's will for y'all to be powerfully used in the kingdom. It's God's will for y'all to have a lot of friends. It's God's will for y'all to be highly favored. Marley, it's God's will for you to be blessed in the kingdom of God. Amen. It is the will of God for us to have blessing. Amen, Sister Thornhill, if you'll come to the piano, I'm closing today. Amen. I know that, that over the last few months it has been stressful. I'll reiterate. It has been awkward, amen, for the herring to be gone so much. Amen. And, 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 and it's just kind of the, 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 the woes of being a bivocational pastor. And unfortunately, it is the woes of the only thing that I know to do. Amen. And I've come today to tell you that God's blessing is still abundant. And God's blessing is still upon this church. Amen. And God's hand is still on us. We're going to be making a few changes around the church. And I want to let everybody know about them. I'm going to have something printed up so everybody will have it. But on Sunday mornings, we're going to start like always at 10.15. But we are going to have prayer. Again, Sister we're going to have prayer starting at 9.50 every Sunday morning. Amen. Because if we're going to shake this city, it's going to be through prayer and fasting. Amen. Folks, we've gone for a while. We've gone through a season of healing. We've gone through a season of connecting. But now it's time for us to move on and to take the land. And so it's going to start on Sunday mornings at 9.50. We're going to begin in prayer. Amen. And then if you are on the praise and worship team. Amen. At, at, at five, I'm sorry, at ten minutes after ten, we're going to meet in the front life room. Amen. And we're going to pray for direction and power and authority for God to move us. Amen. Every Monday night from now on at 7.15 is going to be prayer here at the church. If you can make it, that's great. I know some of y'all come a long ways, but I guess what I'm asking is let's make every every Monday night at 7.15 prayer. If you can be in this building, that's fantastic if God allows it. But if you're at home, I think every Monday night at 7.15 we need to be in prayer. And then Tuesday night at 7.15, we're going to be starting our life class. 
We're going to be going into a season of discipleship. Amen. Now, I've come today to tell everybody, every Tuesday night at 7.15, we're going to be moving into a realm of life class and discipleship. Amen. I'm going to be calling on for many people to have services in their homes. I'm going to be calling on for many people to be doing some things for people that reach. Amen. I'm going to be calling on you and asking you to serve in different capacities. Amen. I'm in advance thanking you for your willingness to be world changers. It doesn't matter if we see somebody filled with the Holy Ghost, baptized in Jesus' name, and they go to church in Holly Springs. That does not matter. If they're baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost, they are saved and ready for the kingdom of God. If they go to New Albany, so be it. If they go to Olive Branch, so be it. If they go to South Haven, so be it. If they go to Germantown, so be it. But the will of God is for us to change the world. We've got to get our mind from our little church. We've got to get our mind outside of this little place and say, God, how do you want me to change the world? Amen. Amen. I know it's been a tough season with me missing Wednesday nights, and, and I won't be missing midweeks anymore. Amen. Except for this week, I'm taking the kids down to camp. Amen. Hallelujah. Y'all pray for us. But this Monday night, we will have prayer at 7.15 here at the church. The doors will be open. The music will be playing. If you can be here, so be it. But please, have your family praying at 7.15 this Monday night. Everybody said amen. We're going to be getting ready for our big event in a couple Friday nights. Sister Yawn, Sister Herring, and myself will be calling on you and asking you to do a few things. And I thank you for being a part of that. Let's all stand today. Amen. I want everybody in the building to come to the front. Amen. Everybody that's in the church. 